joined by Nebraska head coach Mike Riley. You guys have got everything going in the right direction out there. You're 4-0, a big win over Oregon a couple weeks ago. Be honest with me, was that win over Oregon a little bit more special to you being because you're from there, you've spent so much time in that state? How was kind of the reaction to that win? Well, I was I was uh, a little bit taken back when I first got the job and somebody told me right away, hey, Oregon, <laughs> in, in two years. So it was kind of... It was kind of funny, and and you know, but I look at this stuff like, you know, it, Oregon has been a great challenge for us for years out at Oregon State, and and so I was I was uh, um, I'm you know, like I said, I've got a lot of respect for him, but I was also excited about the opportunity, and uh, so it was uh, it was a, it was it was personally uh, a great a great win. But even better, it was good for this year's team. This was a it was a it was a, a big game relatively early in the season, and I love how our team responded. Speaking of all the time you spent out there playing Oregon at Oregon State, I think people were a little bit surprised when you landed at Nebraska, probably just because how long you've been at Oregon State. What was it about Lincoln and Nebraska in particular that made you think that was a good move for you? Because I'm sure it wasn't your first job offer ever. <laughs> it was one of those. No, through the years, you know, we we had. We had gone through some possibilities, and, but you know, I really thought I was going to try to probably stay and and hopefully retire at Oregon State. But something about the timing and the opportunity and the uniqueness uh, and a different place, a different conference. You know, we we have we'd been there a long time, but we had also kind of been around the block a little bit, so we weren't we weren't novices to being able to, you know, say, look, we, we got, we might have, my wife and I said, we got time for one more adventure here. And this is a, you know, a great place that, uh, that we thought would be a good fit. And so we just decided to do it and it all happened so fast. It was like a blur totally, but, uh, it was hard to leave and exciting to come. And, and I can uh, honestly say that, uh, I left a place that I loved and will always love, and I'm loving where I'm at. So I feel very, very thankful and fortunate for it. Yeah, I mean, the allure of Nebraska obviously is obvious with the tradition and the stadium and the fans there that fill up everything. Was there anything that kind of surprised you when you got there that maybe you weren't expecting, good or bad, either way? Well, you know, I think probably mostly it was confirmation, but uh, I, I sometimes think that when you when you hear about stuff and read about it, and you know, we're we're all kind of football junkies, so we. We pay close attention, but uh, actually being in it, uh, you know, it, it's always been kind of a learning experience, but mostly a confirmation of everything that, that you just said and everything that we've learned about the fans and about the people here. It's a, it's a great state. There's a ton of pride, uh, an immense amount of passion uh, for their teams, and not just football, but all their teams, and they just love it. And it's fun to be a part of that, very special. Uh, and we're we're just about the business of trying to make it the very best that we can. Now, obviously, we can't talk specifics when it comes to recruiting stuff because of NCAA rules, but we can talk in generalities. You guys are obviously experiencing some success in California. What is it? What's the pitch out there? I mean, what makes Nebraska attractive to a kid from California or from the West Coast? Well, I think that the the key here is is getting guys to visit. Uh, when I first got the job, I interviewed every player on the team, and and uh, as we went through the conversation, I asked each one of them why they chose Nebraska, and 
so many of them said, well, when I visited, I knew. And so we knew that was a key part of it. And then, you know, we, we've got, you know, from our previous uh, life, we've got connections in California and no folks. So it was natural uh, uh, to, to kind of enter into the recruiting out there. But you have to find the right guy, the right player, and the guy that is a little bit adventurous, wants to explore. Uh, and when we can get them to come out here to visit, we feel like we have a chance to get them. When Nebraska is at its best, it has a truly, it's one of those programs with a truly national recruiting base. Are there other areas of the country that you guys want to try to move into that maybe you haven't done it yet? Or, I mean, in the southeast or somewhere else? Well, that's probably the area. We, 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 are, we are recruiting a few guys from the southeast. Uh, and probably, uh, you know, you know, Georgia has been a little bit uh, of a of a natural link because we had a young man committed there right away when we got here. So with Aaron Williams, and so, you know, with that connection, we tried to expand it and uh, got another guy the next year. So it has been uh, uh, that part of it's been pretty good. But we, you're right. I think that uh, we have to be national. But we also want to be very, very good in our in our home base, and our home base is Nebraska. But it's also an area around here. You know, we've we've got this idea that there's a 500 mile radius from Lincoln that that is all recruitable for us. You know, and that that leads us to Minneapolis and Chicago, and almost to Indianapolis, and for sure St. Louis and Kansas City and and uh, and Denver. And pretty close with Dallas, really, pretty close to that 500-mile radius. So, you know, that's somewhat of a of a driving distance for people that can visit. So we want to be really good in that area. But we've done really well in Louisiana and Florida. Uh, and as you mentioned, we're doing well in California. Uh, and we, we got, we've gotten two years in a row guys out of New Jersey, which historically for Nebraska has been good. So we've reached all the parts. We got a kid last year out of uh, – Camas, Washington, that's punting for us right now, Caleb Lightborn. So, you know, we, we've we got to be careful because it's all about man hours and where you're going to put your time. But we also know that Nebraska is national and that uh, we've got an opportunity to really recruit kids from anywhere. Uh, he played under Bear Bryant, which is something that, you know, he's something of so many people my age never really got to see him coach, or he's just kind of like a ghost, this legendary figure to us. Are there Bear Bryant stories that, that kind of stand out in your mind when you kind of look back at, at your time with him, and, and what kind of guy was he, and is there anything that just kind of pops off the page when you think about stories about him? Oh, that's fun right there. You know, I'm really thankful for that time, more thankful today than I was probably going through it. You know, you just go through it as a kid, and you don't realize you're part of, you know, really – college football history, uh, I, I really appreciated being in that program. I wasn't a very good player, but I always felt like part of the team, and that's what really Coach Bryant did the best. I think there was just such great pride in, in playing for Alabama and playing for Coach Bryant, and uh, all you know that that's what brought everybody together uh, on that team, and we had such great success, and, and uh, I'm thankful for mostly the the opportunity to to play for him and the friends that I met down there and it was uh, just a a great lifetime experience for me. When you think of him, is there one story in particular that you think of? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's probably uh, Coach Bryant spent most of the time in that part of his coaching career in a tower, and if, if you know, and he so he had a megaphone up there and and. Uh, 
you know, it was the it, it was either he, he said, you know, something happened on the field, and he'd say that's a goodie, or if it wasn't so good, he said, what the heck is going on down there? And if he ever came down before the end of practice, it probably wasn't good. It was, was <laughs> there was going to be something happen. So, uh, you know, everybody had a, a ton, a ton of respect for him, and uh, you know, he was actually. Uh, pretty soft spoken with the team, but but uh, you know this this was this was a program that had a, a ton of pride, a ton of discipline, and and uh, you had to be a hard worker that persevered to stay in the program. There's plenty out there on the internet written about this. Obviously, I didn't live it, but you know I read you know on some publications that you were offered that Alabama job in 2002 when Francione left. Is that true? And did you ever consider taking it? If it was well. It, it was true, and I did consider. You know, obviously, it was a it was a great great honor to even be talking to Alabama. But you know, at, at that time, uh, it was it was one of those situations where, you know, my family was young, West Coast based. I had another opportunity kind of on the line that would have kept us in a position where we basically could have lived where where we were at the time. And, uh, and so I opted to try to get that one. And ironically, that one didn't work out. Uh, but there's a plan out there and everything worked out for the best. But I, I certainly appreciated that. And it was really, really a, a difficult decision. Now you coached Jim Harbaugh in the NFL, obviously. When you were coaching him, did you have any idea that A, he would become a coach? And B, he would become the successful of a coach. And was he always like this, this outspoken, larger-than-life kind of figure? <laughs> he was awesome to coach. Jim was a fantastic competitor, uh, really, really uh, always to the nth degree well-prepared. Uh, he was he was really fun to be around. Uh, he, he, he was a, a magnet for people. You know, I think people just followed him. And... Uh, and he was he was as as a veteran guy who was near the end of his career. Uh, he was he was still like the hardest off season worker. I mean he had he had all those things that uh, you know that kind of made him who he was as a player. And he's just carried that into coaching. You know he is he's exactly the same guy. You know and he 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 is. Uh, Good person. We were fortunate to have his son Jay work with us for three years at Oregon State as an undergraduate assistant, and so we've been close to them for a long time. Just a ton of respect uh, for for what he's done. And yes, I thought he'd be a coach for sure. There was just almost no doubt about that. And knowing Jim back then, you, you just knew he'd be successful too. Those things are probably related to you, so people just tend to follow him. I mean, being a leader on a football team, I mean, it's different, obviously, than being a coach, a college coach, and trying to recruit. But if you have that personality where people are going to follow you, that lends itself to success in recruiting too, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it does for sure. You know, it, it uh, you know, he, he is, he's been always very, very competitive. And, uh, you know, a, a big part of what we do is competitive compete for recruits, compete on the field. It's, our life is still, can, you know, full of that that part of it that's real important to it. And Jim, um, obviously, has just carried that on. Did he, how long did it take him to reach out to you when you got, you guys got hired together at the same year, or did you come the year after? I'm, I don't have a timeline in front of me yet, in the Big Ten. We were actually the same year. 
Yeah, we okay. broke in at the same time, and and we did talk a little bit uh, in there, and uh, I don't even remember except it was just about the jobs. Probably it wasn't anything more than that at that time. But uh, it has been fun to have uh, to to watch him and and to be in the same league with him, and and then uh, and then to have Paul Christ, who was also on our staff at San Diego, be the head coach at Wisconsin, and we all came at the same time to these places, so it's pretty ironic. i got to ask you about another former quarterback before I let you go, and I, you know, I'm not really too interested in what happened between you guys because that's all out there, but you obviously coach Ryan Leaf as well, and he's kind of this notorious figure for a guy that just didn't work out after college. Do you think it was all mental with him, or I mean, what was it that kind of held him back from really becoming the player that everybody thought he was going to be? Well, you know, I, I, I think that... that Ryan, you know, he had been in the league a year when I got to San Diego, and, and our big job, uh, you know, was going to be try to help him become uh, what the organization needed him to be and and, the, and obviously the potential that he had. And, and uh, initially the very, very first year, we that's when we signed Jim Harbaugh to be Ryan's kind of veteran backup, and then Ryan got hurt right away and missed that whole first year that we were there with an injury and Jim quarterbacked our team and and uh you know and then we hoped to to establish a base for Ryan for the future and frankly we failed in that part of it, you know, and what whatever whatever that was after that, you know, it was uh it was one of those things that you wanted to make it work, you know, and I think Ryan worked at it to try to make it work and it and it, it actually never did with us and he and uh you know it was just uh one of those stories that uh you'd like to be able to go back and change before i let you go one more to put you on the spot here how many years left does mike riley have coaching i mean i'm sure you get asked that all the time have you, have you given any thought about that i love it i w- my wife and i never talk about retirement uh we we uh we it, when when my age is mentioned, it's like it doesn't connect with me because I, I just don't feel like that. I just uh, I'm gonna enjoy it as long as I can, and and uh, I I still love all the parts. I love the football part of it. I love the you know the having a team and and getting to know the team. That's what's been fun about the second year here is just establishing those relationships. And so we're on a big project here that that. Uh, is going to go year by year <laughs> and try to win a championship here at Nebraska. So, you know, that's really what we think about. We don't think about the, the end game at this time. So you're on the Bill Snyder plan, possibly, then. You could be in there. <laughs> you could be in there up to his age. I love it. You know, so I'm not really thinking about when, when it might be. Now, if my wife was on the line with us, she might have another opinion, but she loves it, too. And so we've done this thing together for a long time, and we're enjoying it. Mike, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me, and you know, uh, let's do it again sometime. <laughs> Anytime. That's fun. <laughs>